If the end of the NFL season has you down and you're missing your fantasy football, there is no better time to give fantasy basketball a try, and there's no better place than underdog fantasy. Sign up today with promo code JNR and receive a deposit match of up to $100. Daily Fantasy is on underdogfantasy.com. Sign up today. Let's play some fantasy basketball. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I am joined by Ronnie, and we are recording this on a historic night for the Phoenix Suns as they begin their championship run. Kevin Durant makes his debut in the victory over the Hornets. We're yeah. going to, I don't think we're going to talk about that a whole lot. I, I know you recorded the game, I haven't watched it yet, but I saw the final score, saw the stat line. It's a good start. It's a good mm-hmm. start to get everybody on the court. So, I'm excited about that. Yeah, very cool to see us win our first game. I was a little worried, you know. I was like, what are we going to do if we actually lose that first game with them on the floor yeah, against the yeah. Hornets, you know? So thankfully, I feel like it was a hand-picked opponent. <laughs> like, who, <laughs> yeah. who's, who's the weakest on our schedule around this time? Ah, oh, the Hornets. Right. And it made me kind of wonder, like, how 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 long has it been since Durant's knee has been okay enough to where he could play, you know? It made me kind of wonder about yeah. that. And did you know that he's only, like, three points away from... Passing Oscar Robinson for the most points scored ever, too. Oh, really? On the all-time points list? No, yeah. I did not know that. So next game, um, you know, knock on wood, he, yeah, he should pass that. I mean, he should, right? Yeah, that'll be against... three points the next game. <laughs> right, that'll be against the Bulls on Friday. Okay. And, well, and it's an away game still, though, so... Sun fans yeah. won't be able to you know, see that in their home court. Well, I mean, but... it's not like they're... It's not like Suns fans are are invested emotionally into Kevin Durant. It's not like he's... He's been here for this will be his second game as his son, so it's yeah. not like eh. Oh, and another eh. thing, the Charlotte Hornets, they had the fourth best uh win streak in the league too. They were tied I'm sorry, Did I said really? fourth best. It was okay. a third best at four third wins. Best. So we broke that streak. I think they they broke that streak when um Lamelo broke his ankle. <laughs> I know no. we're gonna talk about that they, later, but let's jump that up. Let's jump up right to the top. Sure. Lamelo, he's done. He's done for the year. Yeah, that sucks, man. I mean, I had him on my fantasy team, so I was all excited to. Oh, I'm sorry, no. I who did I have my fantasy? I didn't even have my fantasy team. I had somebody else. <laughs> you knew he it existed. Was, it was the other. You're disappointed. <laughs> I just confused him with the other ball brother. Um, the other ball brother. Yeah, yeah, the one that got two balls shut down. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but anyways, this Lamar? one's now shut down. So, Lonzo. I don't Lonzo know. ball. I don't yes. know. All of them. Yeah. So yeah, Lamelo broke his ankle in the third quarter, a non-contact injury, which I guess in basketball most are non-contact. I mean, you're not getting tackled too often, right? But it was just uh, oh. <laughs> I didn't see it, but it sucks, man. I mean, he's he is a good point guard, and he's definitely the best on the team. Yeah. But now, oh, yeah, 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 the team now they have no chance to make the playoffs, right? <laughs> No, I mean, they were eh, at best of making the playoffs. Uh, certainly as a play-in team was their only choice, yeah. only chance. But no, they're they're done. They're done. Pack it in, guys. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. So now we don't have any Ball Brothers in the league, and that's I'm okay. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, yeah, no, none of them. Not until not until next year, at least. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about the, the historic game that happened on Friday. The Kings versus the Clippers, double overtime, and... 176 to 175 was the final score. Yeah. This was the second most game, uh, second most points ever scored in a game in NBA history. I had the first one up just a second ago, 
And I'm slowly loading it back here. 1983, the Pistons and the Nuggets went to three overtimes, 186 to 184. That was the record. This is the second record. 351 points scored total. And um, this was a back-to-back game for the Kings. This is the second night of a back-to-back. They were in Portland. They It's not a, a far flight from, from Portland to L.A., but still. Yeah, it was such a crazy game. Tired. Like, I got the little alert, and I, I don't know where I got it from, which app it was. But, uh, yeah, I turned on the TV. I saw the score. It was just insane. And it was like 150, 150 at that time, going into overtime. Yeah, it was like 150 <laughs> at the end of the fourth quarter, which is right. by itself insane. Right. I'm like, holy crap. Oh, yeah, I think I got the alert for my fantasy player that I had who was like Malik Monk. Oh, okay. oh no, it was Malik Darren Monk Fox. Big game. But yeah. Malik Monk, yeah, he had 45 points. But uh, Darren Fox, he was like, 40, 40 points already going in overtime. I was like, okay. So I flipped it on to see how many more he was going to get. I was like, holy crap, look at this score. And, and then uh, yeah. right as I turned it on, uh, Sabonis was being not ejected, but uh, he fouled out. So fouled that kind of sucked. And then shortly after it was uh, Westbrook too. He fouled out. So, um, But yeah, yeah. The, some big names. You know, just I mean, they were playing for so long and playing so hard. Well, yeah, I mean, when you have all those extra minutes on the floor, right? Mm-hmm. Those guys were playing a ton of basketball. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm shocked that not more people fouled out of this game. Right. But yeah, this is the second highest scoring game in NBA history. So that was cool. And it's right after the All-Star break when we see that ridiculous yeah. scoring in the All-Star team game. You know? <laughs> That'll never happen in a real game. And then <laughs> right. it happens in a real game. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't <laughs> This know, was Russell Westbrook's Clipper debut. Mm-hmm. And he was almost the hero. I mean, he hit a big shot uh, at the end of one of the, was it the fourth quarter or the first overtime? I don't remember now. But he hit a big shot that, that tied it back up again. So he mm-hmm. definitely contributed in that game. And he didn't look completely lost and out of place and i guess that's just because basketball is basketball and he, he did all right i thought yeah yeah i didn't really watch him play too much you know because he got ejected a little shortly after when i turned it on but fouled out fouled out Ryan, not ejected <laughs> yep. i guess technically I he was e- is it is was he ejected what's what's the ruling on that he was ejected because he had too many fouls yeah or is that just considered a foul out because i feel like that's just a foul out yeah you're i think you're like using the right terms and i'm using the okay. wrong one but I, I still use ejected. He was ejected in the game sure. for it's, having it's more, too many fouls. The referee ejected him. Right? <laughs> yeah. Russell Westbrook ejected. Sabonis <laughs> ejected. <laughs> right. Yeah. How many points so was that it happened. that they scored all together then? When, 351. The 300... Oh my God. It's insane. 351 points. The Kings win this game in double overtime. And Malik Monk off the bench 45 points he led all scorers and they when i was watching the broadcast they kept saying 40 you know 40 points for malik monk off the bench mm-hmm. and that's where we've had this discussion before it doesn't matter minutes or minutes yep. whether you start or not start and i think malik monk is a perfect example of that even russell westbrook when he was with the the, the lakers was a perfect example of that he's still yep. playing a lot of minutes so who cares if he's not in the first minute exactly um, so yeah he he led the scorers and yeah he was good one of the, the surprising stats i don't have in front of me when when i was looking but De'Aaron Fox, he really needs to practice his three throws. I think he was shooting like 50% from the line in this game. Oof, yeah, it's, well, it says 6 good. of 11. So, yeah, it's right there. Yeah, okay. 6 of 11 is what he did. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Um, if you're going to make it as a scorer, he, he needs to clean those up, especially since he, he likes to slice and dice it in the in the lane and in the paint. He's going to get fouled. He needs to He needs to hit those shots. Yeah. Yeah, that's surprising from a point guard too. Usually, point guards shoot really good free throws. So yeah, this kind yeah, of yeah, usually. Huh. So yeah, it was a fun game. You you mentioned the defense, and I, I 
I don't know if they played a whole lot of defense, but in the overtimes there was definitely, I don't know if it was necessarily defense or more of just, God, I'm tired and I'm <laughs> sloppy with the ball and maybe not really it paying attention. That. It almost seemed more of that to me than defense, but yeah. maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, because when I text you, I was like, I was like, Jonathan, you got to watch this game. Like both teams are playing amazing defense. Like they're they're stealing a ball, they're yeah. blocking and everything. But you're right. Maybe it's just because they were so tired. And then you see the score, you're like, they're not playing defense. <laughs> right. That's the thing I was thinking too when I first saw it. I was like, this is like the All Star game. Are they just letting them walk up and down the court? But then I turned it on and no, they were yeah. fighting. You know, so it's it made the game really exciting for me to watch because yeah, they were actually like trying to stop them and they were. I think. There but was they, like they were so many... dog tired. Those shots were short. A lot of mm-hmm. those shots were short, and they were just kind of sleepwalking a little bit. So they yeah. they were definitely feeling those minutes. Uh, this game was eighty to seventy six at halftime, one hundred and fifty to one hundred and fifty at the end of regulation, and then it finished one seventy six to one seventy five. Crazy, yeah. crazy bound of points scored up here. Nobody had a triple double, which was shocking to me. I, right? I kind of expected All that, time, that. Yeah, yeah. Westbrook had a double double. Paul George. Mason Plumley all had double doubles um, on the Clippers on the King side. Let's see Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, obviously with his great game. Malik Monk did not; he, he did not have the assist to get there. But yeah, it was a good game. It was it's fun to watch games like that. I think you know something um, that we didn't even which, talk about with the trade with Westbrook is how far he had to move. Like he had to go all the way from yeah. the Lakers to the Clippers. And man, I just yeah. feel bad. I mean. And you got to pick up your family and move to the, you know, so far away. That's, <laughs> that's got to be tough. Hall, yep. The other locker room. Yeah. <laughs> How weird is I that? Think... Like going into the same building, you know, and you're just like, but it's like the other locker weird. room. No, it's the same but locker think... room. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not the same locker room. It is, isn't it? It's... They'll have, there'll be a Lakers locker room. There'll be a Clippers locker room and then there'll be the visitors locker room. Okay. So what about when they face each other? Don't they? Yeah, they stay. No, no, no. They stay in their own locker room. Okay, because I know like the rooms. home team has their home locker room. That okay. So I, I got. No, what you're there, saying. there's two home locker rooms. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, there's two okay. home locker rooms, and then there's the visitors. I didn't know that. Yeah, and they do that with like w- w- speaking of you know stadiums that do that where the Giants and the Jets play. They have the same sort of setup where the Chargers and the Rams play. They have a similar setup, so it's it's common when it's a shared stadium like that that they. They have their own little private space. Do they roll up all the Lakers championship banners when it's the home crowd oh, for know. the Lakers? I'm for <laughs> I the don't Clippers. know. Just put maybe like I have no idea. Big, big black sheets over them or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting if they do that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that's a lot of work, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's a state. I, I have no idea. So if you've seen us game at a Clippers game. Uh, a Clippers home game. Let us know if the banners, the Laker banners, are there. Maybe they just turn the lights off so they're not being shined up, or <laughs> are they still in there? I think they're probably still in the rafters. I mean, for Suns games, they still have like the Mercury's out there and like the, yeah, the exactly. Arizona it's Rattlers. All their championship That's... banners are hanging around. There's like one Suns one for like their conference uh-huh. championship. Yeah, That's why I would bet that they 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 have the banners there. But who knows? Mm-hmm. But yeah, he he. I think that. Him going to the Clippers was somewhat related to, well, I don't have to move. I could stay in the same city. Yeah. Um, that's kind of cool. So uh, interesting to see what happens to him after this offseason because he'll be a free agent. Yeah, all in and all. I think it, he's just a rental. It was really cool. Like this, It took 40 years to have another game like this, right? I mean, the last one was 1993. Yeah, 40 years later. Yep. We got to witness it. You know, We got to witness it live. So it was really cool. Just a yeah. really historic night. I really love watching it on TV. Just, I love being able to click on the TV Especially when it comes to NBA basketball and just watching something historic like this. So 
just just a very cool game to watch. I highly recommend watching the replay if you guys have it. At least watch it two overtimes. Thinking of historic, Clay Thompson, the same night, he scores 42 points. He hits 12 three-pointers and becomes the first player in NBA history to record 12 plus threes in a single game. That's so insane. He's so ridiculous. And after his injuries and everything like that, he's coming back to his team and he's kind of like, I'm going to prove that I'm still this amazing player. And he is like that. That's insane. Like I I saw the stat line where he only, he shot six free throws, but no field goals. They were all three pointers. I was just like, what the heck? (laughs) So that was just really cool. But it was against the Rockets, so does that play into it at all? Because they're the no, worst I mean, team in the league. You still have to hit the shots, right? Yeah. You still have to hit the shots. If if they were winning by a ton, he wouldn't have been in the game, right? It's, yeah. He would have been on the bench. But yeah, So he scores 42 in the victory. They did get quite a quite a few minutes from their bench uh, in this game. But yeah, the yeah. Rockets are eh, not a good team. Yeah, but just good for him. I mean, like I said, just coming back from all those injuries and... Man, just he's proving that he's still one of the best out there. If like he's in my mind, he's like the Scottie Pippen of the the Bulls, you know. Like there's yeah. Steph Curry, he's like the Michael Jordan, and then Clay Thompson is the the Scottie Pippen. And you put these two together, so, and they just shoot lights out. Game, you're drawing up the last play of the game, and you have whoever you want. Do you want Clay Thompson taking the shot, or do you want Steph Curry taking the shot? Honestly, want... I don't mind either or. I just want them to work yeah. together to get each other open and I believe that they're going to they're both good passers too. So they're just going to take the ball and, you know, whoever's open is going to get it and I'm fine with either one shooting. I'm not mad at any anything. Okay. J- jumping back real quick to that game, the Clippers and the Kings. The last shot of the game for the Clippers was shot by Mason Plumley, which had me scratching my head. It's <laughs> yeah. like not Kawhi, not Paul George, not even Russell Russell Westbrook. You have Mason Plumley making the last shot. But okay. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, I, I think I, I agree with you, Clay. You, whoever has the better shot, right? Whether it's Steph, I, I think you, the preference is to have Steph, but it's not bad. It's not bad if the ball's in the hand of Clay at the end of the game. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure that um. Kawhi Leonard shot one of the last shots before the overtime, before the first overtime started, but he yeah, bricked he it and a, on a three-point oh, shot. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. So he had his to, opportunity. To end it, yep. And yeah, could have won it right there, but nope. Continuing on the historic trend, Devin Booker passed Steve Nash for the most three-pointers made in Suns history, so this is a franchise record, mm-hmm. but he has scored 1,052 three-point shots. I was kind of surprised by that because Steve Nash was a son for a long time. He shot a lot of threes, but I guess, you know, Booker's Booker's been here his whole career as well. So that's, yeah. congratulations to him. That's, that's a lot of points. Yeah, it made me wonder, like, how long was Steve Nash with the Suns and how long has Booker been with the Suns? And was there other, is there any other Suns player that's been there longer? Because the Phoenix Suns, it's like a rotating door, right? Like, we, we never, never keep players for too long. Charles Barkley is like the biggest name, but he was only on the Suns for like two years. Oh, he wasn't on. Yeah, he wasn't on the Suns for very long yeah. at all. But yeah, you start thinking about Nash, and I remember he was on the Suns like back in the day as a rookie, but then, or maybe not a rookie, but like his first, like second or third year, he was with us, and then we got rid of him, and then he came back when he was a much better player. So I don't know. I was just kind of yeah. maybe wonder about that. Like, how many games did it take Booker to get to this point, and how many games did it take for Steve Nash to get to this point too? Well, it took Steve Nash 744 games to get to this point, and it took Devin Booker 513 games. Oh, nice. So, 
like how quickly you did there that you research. That's amazing. Yeah, that's that's Google. All right, that's cool. Google for you. Yeah. Uh, he Devin Booker attempts to about two x the number of three points that Steve Nash attempted while he was in a Suns yeah. uniform. Steve Nash had a much higher three point percentage shot. Okay. Uh, three three point percentage made, I guess. So. He, he's a better uh, Steve Nash is a better three point shooter than Devin Booker. Just yeah. Devin Booker shoots more. So even with go. their running gun sons, though, I mean, we we're all about offense back in the day. So yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. So that Booker passed it in a lot less games, a lot less games, a lot less minutes. Yep, absolutely. History. <laughs> uh, Damian Lillard he scored seventy one points. This was on Sunday. Uh, 71 points tying Donovan Mitchell's 71 points in his win versus the Rockets. He becomes the eighth player, Damian Lillard, in NBA history to score 70-plus points or more. Mitchell scored 71 earlier against the Bulls uh, in an overtime game. But Damian Lillard, man, when he is healthy, you know, talked about who who wants to take the last shot. Damian Lillard's not a bad choice. That guy is money right. with his his shooting, especially this season. He's just been so good. He he took the all-time you know Blazers points record, and now he becomes the eighth player in NBA history to score seventy or more points. Mm-hmm. He's just on a bad team. I I I don't know if he wants to go and win a championship. He's not going to do it in Portland. Yeah, definitely not. But gosh, is so there's been two seventy plus seventy plus games in a season. Yeah. I'd never heard of that before. Yep. I don't think that's ever happened. But just kind of ridiculous. I remember when Denver Booker scored his, but that's been like. Four years ago, it's been I think. A long time, yeah. It's yeah, been quite and a then time. all of a sudden, like ever since, like no one scored seventy points, and then this season we get two of them, so that's cool in itself. What was what was Luca's big game? What was his number of points? Do you recall? Mm, I remember him having that big game, but I think it was like sixty-two. Was it higher than that? It was something in the sixties. He I'm scored sure. 60, 60 points. Is okay. what my quick Google search shows. Stupid yeah, 60 points. It was a, Okay, that's what it was. It was a triple-double with 60 points, and that was oh, the most that, that's right. points in a triple-double. Okay. All of these records, man, they're falling, they're breaking. It's hard to keep track of all of them. Yeah. So do you take anything away from Damian Lillard's being against the Rockets, the, this, the worst team in the league, no. too? Because, <laughs> like... No. And then, like, the Donovan Mitchell's, his was against the Bulls, a good team, but he also had overtime to score that 71 points. So yeah, you still have to score. I mean, even a bad team still has elite NBA athletes on it. It's not like they're putting in, you know, the clowns. These are still guys that want to win. Guys that are still playing hard. You still have to make your shots. So. Right. No. And I remember, so. and plus Booker, he's still in the game. Yeah. Booker scored against the Celtics, if I remember correctly. And I know the Celtics weren't and, that good back in that well, day, but they're still a decent did team. Did they lose? Yeah, Did the Suns and they lose lost. that game where yep. Booker scored eighty. Yeah, yeah, okay. Lillard and Mitchell's so, were both wins. Yeah, it's less impressive <laughs> when you score eighty and you still lose. <laughs> so that's the goal. the The goal is to win basketball games, not score yeah. points. Crazy man. I mean, oh, I remember man. watching that game live when Booker did it. I wish I saw these games live because it's you see the crowd crowd's reaction when they ha- actually hit that seventy points. You know, it's just insane. So I don't know. Very cool. Congratulations to both of these guys. You know, there's only eight guys in NBA history to ever get up to that mark. So now they're up right. there. Can't take that away from them. Let's let's keep going with this history train. Nikolai Jokic had a 40-point triple-double versus the Clippers on Sunday. And he has now, uh, this when did this happen? He has now scored 100 triple-doubles 
in his career with his his most. I think this one where he had forty was ninety nine, and then he against the Rockets. Wow, everyone is just beating up the Rockets against the Rockets. <laughs> he had his one hundredth triple double, not not a, a jaw dropping number of points. It was more of a, a Jokic triple double, right? Teens points, eleven rebounds, ten assists. But he had a forty point triple double against the Clippers. Seventeen rebounds, ten assists for number ninety nine. And is is he going to be MVP again this year? He has to be. I think he's going to get it. I mean, when you're just scoring like triple doubles in most of your games, how could you not win it again? But then I think about it and like Russell Westbrook was scoring a bunch of triple doubles. He didn't get it, but he was also losing games where uh, Jokic, you know, he's actually on like the the best team in the West. So that's why I think he's going to win it because he's on the best team in the West. And yeah, they're just scoring like crazy. He's had 20 triple doubles this season. So when insane. it was at 18, they were 18 and 0 when he had a triple double, and I think they won both of these games as well. So I, I think if if that's correct, 20 triple doubles and they're 20 and 0 when they had when he scores a triple double, which is just about 50 percent of their wins at this point in the season. So that's yeah, that's pretty darn impressive. I would say I don't know who beats him for MVP right now. Right. Obviously, a lot can still happen, but. He's got to be the tops. Well, the only ones he's got to be the bee's knees, Ronnie. <laughs> the only players that were in con- like close to beating him were they're 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 not they're hurt now. You know, it was like Giannis. You know, he's yeah. been hurt and uh, Seth, uh, not Seth Curry, Steph Curry. Well, Jason Tatum was also mentioned. Yep, he's in it. He's the only other guy times. I could think of, but he's not really. I don't think he's. I don't think he's really being talked about being MVP. Jason Tatum or yeah Tatum, yeah. So I'm looking at the the NBA.com the MVP ladder. Joel Embiid is on number three. Jason Tatum is number four. Luca is number five. Yeah, you mentioned so Giannis at number two. Oh, okay, Giannis. Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense, even though he's been hurt because he's just ridiculous when he plays. They're on a 15 game winning streak. The the Bucks. Yeah, are. the Bucks are killing it. Yeah. right now. Hey, were you? And... Did you give me the quiz last time? Last podcast about who's can you name like the career players that had like a hundred career triple doubles? Like who's a five that sounds, above? That Nick sounds right. Jokic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't I guess Jason Kidd and LeBron James? And you said I was wrong. I sure that sounds right. Because <laughs> I I have a list here and it shows them on the list. Then it then it wasn't that. Because I have Let's see. Westbrook number one, Oscar Robinson two, Magic Johnson three. I didn't mention Robertson and Johnson, but then we got Jason Kidd. Four and LeBron James five, and Jokic sixth. That must not have been it. Then it must have been was it triple doubles in a season? Maybe that's what it was. Because yeah, these are players with a hundred career triple doubles. Okay, yeah, this was most triple doubles in a season. Gotcha. Which was Russell Westbrook, Oscar Robinson, Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Nikolai Jokic, James Harden. Man, so I was I was really close with my guesses yeah. then, because I had I didn't think Jason Kidd was going to be on this list. I mean, I I, I did the day when I asked Jason you. Kidd's on the list. <laughs> right. I think you've you've made a fraudulent list. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you right now. But yeah, <laughs> Westbrook, Robertson, Magic Johnson, Kidd, and James and Jokic. So yeah, he joins that list. And then he, good company he's, to be in. So LeBron James is 106. Jason Kidd's 107. He's 106 years old, LeBron James? <laughs> no. Holy so, smokes. <laughs> so Jokic only needs, you know, eight more to pass both of those guys, and then he'll be fourth on yeah, the list. Yeah, he'll pass those. 
So he'll, he'll probably sure. get that by the end of the season for sure, right? He he has the advantage of being you know a rebounding machine. It makes yeah. it easy, and then he's he just plays the game so differently. So you mentioned LeBron James. Let's talk about LeBron James for a little bit because he's hurt. He's got a foot injury, and he. He injured it in the third quarter against the Mavs on Sunday the 26th, but stayed in the game and and hit a big three at the end of the game. But he's out, and they they have no idea how long he's going to be out. I don't know if there was an update that came out today, but there was murmurs, rumors and, and murmurs that he's going to miss the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Have you seen anything on LeBron James? Yeah, this was weird because I, I kind of saw a highlight on the injury where he was holding his leg and you could kind of read his lips. He said, I heard it pop, but Ooh. he stayed in the game. So, and yeah, yeah. just like you said, he, he hit a three pointer to tie the game. And then he hit another bucket after that to take the lead. This is in a fourth quarter. So he was playing on this busted up leg. And then there was another Twitter report where it showed him like really lipping bad, like out of, out of the stadium. And then the report came where he's going to miss multiple weeks. So First of all, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that you could play on full adrenaline when you're hurting that bad and, you know, finish a game like that to help your team, you know, beat the Mavs. It was a really good game, too. And That's then, a big game, too. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a game you have to win. And then to just be out. I, I, I don't know. I guess I just don't understand, like, how could you play that good of basketball but then miss multiple weeks? Like, I could understand, like, maybe a few days because you played through it, you know, for a whole quarter. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, just really weird. It's just unexpected to hear that news and it sucks because the Lakers you know they made all these moves all these trades and they were looking really good for these two games that they built this really good team around and then he's hurt there's multiple other players that Angela Russell is hurt they just traded for him yeah you know he gets hurt and misses some time but yeah I'm looking at the headline LeBron to miss at least two weeks but expected to be longer yeah Um, and I don't know Anthony how long Davis, AD is going to be out for. Did you yeah, see that? Yeah, I didn't see that, but it doesn't really matter, right? Because anything can happen to him at any day. Right. A strong gust of wind can take <laughs> AD out for, for yeah, a week or so. They're, they're in trouble at this point. In your mind, are they a playoff team? I mean, when they're healthy, absolutely. They're a championship team, but that's a healthy. problem. They, they're never healthy. Yeah, their three guys are hurt. They're three main guys. So, yeah. And they're 12th in the standings right now, so... They I was just help. looking up to see what they were. Yeah, they're twelfth. I mean, they're not a game too away. Many games behind of getting into the playing game, but mm-hmm. it's all a moot point if LeBron's out and AD's out and Russell's out. Yeah, you, it, <laughs> they traded one Russell for another Russell. Oh, you know what? Though <laughs> neither of them are playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good point. Right? Yeah, this it didn't make any difference. You're going to lose with Russell's no yeah. matter which Russell, Russell you have Westbrook right now. And D'Angelo Russell it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But tonight they did play against the Oklahoma City Thunder, and the Lakers did win without those three guys. So interesting, okay. and that's good was, too. Uh, SGA playing? I don't think so. I'm pretty Oklahoma sure he City? was out. But Schroeder was playing, and I have him on my fantasy team, and he, oh, he got 26 BFF points. Schroeder, yeah. yeah. So that was good. I mean, they have nobody else playing. <laughs> yes, Jay Gillies Alexander did not play tonight. He's been out for the last three or four games. Makes it harder to uh, to win. Yeah. Oh, he's in health and safety protocol, so. Yep. Yeah, so he'll be back pretty soon, probably, after the after his sickness. I don't think his injury is that bad for SGA, but, yeah, if, if you need a point guard in your fantasy teams, try to pick up that backup right now. Uh, 
How long does health and safety protocols last for now? Did it shorten it up to like, I think, I, I think it it's depends. five days. I don't know. Cause they, there was a point in time where if you were vaccinated, it was shorter. If you were unvaccinated, it was longer. Yeah. I don't know. So if I don't know stands. what they're doing now. I don't know. I feel like sometimes they just make it up as they go. Right. And like, you're a big star, so you're good. Yeah. <laughs> really? Because I just coughed up a bunch of blood. Ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. You got this. Right. We'll Toughen it up, Put kid. a band-aid on that. Just swallow yeah. this. <laughs> swear, yeah, just, you're cool. So yeah. I, I have no idea. I, I, yeah, it's, I I expect him to be back soon. Uh, SGA, that is. But I don't think it really matters. I mean, they're they're not, they're not really in the playoff hunt this yeah. year. Going back to the, they, the I, sorry, going back to the Lakers and Mavs game, though, I mean, it's just what I said. Like, how is this Irving and Luca, you know, both of them point guards? How is that going to work out? It's not working out for them so far. They lost their last two not games too well. Yeah, they lost the first two games. I I, I haven't followed it as closely as I, I probably should. They lost their first two games. The second game, the last shot of the game, they had an opportunity to go ahead and like Kyrie pass it to Luca. Luca pass it to Kyrie. Kyrie back to Luca, and it's like, no, you take the shot. No, yes. you take the shot. I don't want to take the shot. You take the shot. And it's That's like exactly well, how you I guys saw it just too. lost. So yeah, cool. Yeah, it looked like they just wanted to pass it to. They wanted to be the person that was passing the ball to win the game. They didn't actually want right. to be a shooter. Where it really should be Luca taking the last point. I think one hundred percent. Yeah, but in in Luca's defense, that specific game, and I don't remember which game it is. I'm sorry. Kyrie was hitting everything like mm -hmm. Kyrie could not miss that shot so yeah maybe it makes sense for Kyrie to take the shot there but I think in Kyrie's head he's like I don't want to take the last shot because this is Luca's team and I don't want to I don't want, if I miss it I'm going to be like why is it Luca taking the last shot so I'm yep. going to pass it back to Luca who who was double team yeah they they didn't even actually take a shot they ended up turning it over now that I'm replaying it in my head here uh but yeah that's they got to figure that out they got some time before the playoffs they I expect them to make the playoffs they're they're they'll be fine as far as making the playoffs go, but they're not going to get too far if, if they can't figure out who's going to shoot the ball at the end of the game. Yeah, right. So when did Kyrie get traded? I think it was, let me look at one game here. I'm looking at the Timberwolves just before and the All Star, Just before the All-Star break, Okay, right? so he wasn't on that game. Okay, so this is how the last three games went. So he got traded, and then they he didn't play, right? Irving didn't play against the Nuggets. They lost that game. Curving did play against the Spurs, though. They won that one, and then they lost against the Lakers and lost against the Pacers. They're not looking good at all. And again, horrible thing. Why would you put two point guards? It doesn't work. It hasn't worked in the past. They shouldn't have done this trade. I think I gave this trade grade like a D because it's just stupid because, you know, you get Irving and everything, another point guard, which you already have an all-star point guard. And yeah, it's it's not going to work. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I, I can't see that happening with this team right now. Okay. Okay. I, I agree with you. It probably wasn't a good trade, but they're not going to make the playoffs. Now, does that mean the top 10 in the West? You don't think they're going to be in the top 10 to make the so, play-in game? What, what was your definition of playoffs? So I know. Right? Well, I think they might make the play-in, but I don't okay, think so they're, they're going to make the play-in. they're going to finish in the top 10. So you, you think they're going to be 8 or 9? They're going to be 7th through 10th. They're going to probably be right okay. around there. Okay. That's to me. That's the playoffs, right? Because gotcha. those games matter. So that's that's it's a vocabulary difference. Because it's like who's going to pass them? The Spurs and the Rockets sure ain't going to do it. The Thunder's mm. not going to do it. The Lakers, the Blazers, maybe. Okay. I, it, if it stopped right it, now, right, then the Mavericks would have to play the Pelicans for a play-in yeah. spot, 
right? And that's easy because Zion's continuously hurt. <laughs> that is not easy. They still have Ingram. They're coming back. The Pelicans aren't that bad. Anyways. The Pelicans are below 500. Anyway. <laughs> and then, or like the Lakers could move up or Oklahoma City. I think they sure, could sure. take him. No, Oklahoma I mean, there's... not going to move up. Portland might move up, but Oklahoma's not moving up. Well, SGA's hurt. I mean, if once he's back, they're only two games back. Yeah, he's been back. Uh, he has, he's played more games than he's missed, and they're still below 500. That's true. I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. I don't think we'll the Mavericks see. will Ronnie, make the actual playoffs. See. I think they'll make the play-in, okay. but they're going to lose so, one of those important you're games. You're saying the Mavericks will not be one of the final eight teams in the West Correct. When, when when the play-in games are over. That's my prediction the for the round Mavs. Is set. Okay. Because they okay. suck. I think they will be. I, I will. I will take that. Wager? We're not really wagering anything. I will take your, I will take the counter position to what you have said, good sir. Yeah. By the way, I still owe you a hundred pennies for that bet I lost with that Sweet. against the Arizona Cardinals with the owner who is the owner still. Because Kaim the owner got is still bid well, but well, yeah, because yeah, Kaim, Kaim is out, was, and I thought he was still in. Kaim is fired. Yeah. Yeah. The Atlanta Hawks have found their head coach. They have hired Quinn Snyder, who was a former Utah Jazz head coach. He had an overall record of 372 and 264 over eight seasons with the Utah Jazz. They're paying him $8 million a year to coach this team. I would do it for half that. Yeah. I don't know. What I'm going to lowball him. I don't, I'll do it. I don't think coaches are a big deal in the NBA. I, I know that's kind of I weird to say. Disagree. Really? Because yeah. I, I totally. Yeah. No. There's been too many coaches that, like, take. Um, Wait, who's a coach for the Spurs right now? <laughs> Greg Popovich. Yeah, Popovich is right. He's always had a good team around him up until all of his good players quit, and now he can't. Well, he's coach. traded them away for assets because he he can't. He has a bad team. Okay, and he openly admitted that he has a bad team. There's only so much you could do. Part of it's talent, part of it's coaching. Okay, we're or, gonna disagree on this, aren't or, we? Ryan? Yeah, we are. Or Spolstra, for example. Like, yeah, he had the super so, team. He yeah. won a championship. But then once yeah. all those good players left, then he couldn't coach up the the team that he had anymore. It's like, of course you're gonna be you're gonna look like an amazing coach when you have a super team. The only one that didn't look good was Steve Nash when they had you know Harden and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and everyone there. So I also mean, coaching matters, Ronnie. Huh? <laughs> you so you think Steve Nash isn't a good coach because of that? But do you think that it would have made a difference on the team if they had a quote unquote good coach? You know, if the Nets team, you know, like. Kevin Durant, Harden, and who else was it? This was pre-Ben Simmons trade? Yeah, so Harden, Ben Simmons. Kyrie. No, 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 no. Because Harden, are we talking Kyrie, Kevin Durant, and Ben and Simmons? And Kevin Durant, I'm sorry. Post? Yeah, so Irving, Irving, Durant, and Harden. You have all three of those okay, players. Okay, If you had a well, no, different no. coach. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. If you had a different coach yeah. that was coaching them, like Popovich or like Spolstra, do you think that they would have won a championship? Yes. No. Whatever. I think you needed a strong head coach there, a, a Phil Jackson-esque sort of coach, Greg Popovich sort of coach, to to kind of rally the troops and get them on the same page. And I don't think Steve Nash was that guy. Okay. I think we saw that when he, he's calling plays and they're just like, nah, we're going to do whatever we want to do. Okay, so when you had Dwayne Wade and LeBron James and uh, the other tall center, <laughs> whatever his name Chris Bosh, come on, Ronnie. Yeah. Wake up, man. I know. I'm never good with names on the spot. So <laughs> don't you think that I could have coached that team and won a championship? Yeah. Yeah, probably. so it wasn't Spolstra. It doesn't make any no. difference. That's what I'm trying to say. 
Spolstra had to manage the ego. So it's not just necessarily coaching like the, the basketball. These guys know how to play basketball. It's getting them to coexist and getting them to play together and, and being that sort of a cheerleader uh, babysitter. Yeah. Cheerleader babysitter, <laughs> just to make sure that they all play nice together and, and that they, they could be a team. There's probably some training montage that we could put together of them training. And, but yeah, as I, long as you yeah. use the South Park music, we'll definitely put a montage together. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> the Hawks hired a head coach. It's not going to make a difference is what you're saying. I don't think because coaches make a big problems. difference. I think they should have saved their money. The Hawks shouldn't have paid $8 million a year for this coach. I mean, yeah, he did coach the Jazz and he got them back to where they were. Or did he? Because he had those amazing players. He had Donovan Mitchell. He had, um, who is this center? Rudy Gobert. He had an amazing team. And yeah, they didn't even make the finals and the conference finals like they really should have. I think you're I think you're using the word amazing way too lightly here. Well, okay, so I don't think it's worth eight million dollars a year. So Fair. I don't uh, think I, I don't I, think it's gonna sure. help the Hawks win any more games. I think Trey is that's, something's going on with Trey. That's the business though. That's the business. You gotta uh you gotta make you gotta spend money to make money. I don't know. <laughs> I heard they, something they, about Trey Young. Can you 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 don't didn't you do some research on that Trey Young deal? Something's going on. In I heard through a, I didn't hear it personally, but according to a a post that I saw on Reddit, uh, Trey Young is not beloved. Sources say there's a strong view that Young fails to lead, to understand, or care to understand what is required of him. The team's vibe has been described by various sources as broken, ugly, and total shit. Hmm. So that's why you bring in a head coach. They got to change that. He has to either coach and mentor and develop Trey Young to be a leader or convince ownership that, hey, this isn't our guy and they need to move on from him. Yeah. But you got to try it. You got to try it when you have a franchise player and they've identified him as the franchise player. So you got to do something. I wouldn't expect anything less from Trey Young. (laughs) I would not either. Trey Young seems... Like a selfish player. Yeah, exactly what was said there. That just that just totally defines what I thought he was, and it just proves that I was right. So I, yeah, I never liked him, and this kind of shows why. He just he gives off that vibe. I, I don't know. You can just tell there's something not right about him. <laughs> you can just tell. Yep. I don't. It's just some, never I'm, judge a book by its cover, Ronnie. Nope, that's not true. You should always judge a book by its always. cover. Always. Th- that's that's your chance to sell it to you. What's on the cover, right? <laughs> exactly. If you see some raggedy guy coming up to you, ask for a change, and you you give him some change, oh, and they start stabbing you, you'd be like, oh, you know what? I should have judged the book by its cover. <laughs> yeah. I was wrong. It's a weird example, but <laughs> okay. So we talked about last time Michael Jordan turned 60, and he did his big donation to Make-A-Wish. Uh, now they're selling his used shoes. Ronnie, are you a used shoe kind of guy? Do you go to... to- Garage sales, and you're like, I want some used shoes. I am not, but a lot of people are, and this is a truly an amazing set, right? All these Jordans, yeah, it so really cool. is. Yeah, yeah, good. Like- so Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan and the Bulls won six championships. So they've put together what's called the Dynasty Collection, and it's going to include sneakers worn by Jordan in each of the Bulls' six title clinching games in the '90s. And they're being packaged together and sold, and it's being called the most valuable and significant collection of Air Jordan sneakers ever brought to market. So it's going to include 
the Jordan 6, 7, 8 to represent the three championships in the early 90s. 11, the Jordan 11, 12, and 13 to represent the three championships he won in the late 90s. All game-worn shoes by Michael Jordan himself. And apparently they expect this to be well into the millions of dollars. And I, I don't get it, but if you have billions of dollars and you want to buy some shoes, I mean, if I was some insanely rich owner or something like that that had just billions of dollars, I probably would buy this set of shoes because they are amazing. Like, just to have that set displayed, the history, actually game-worn yeah. shoes. I mean, the best player in the world, arguably. Second best player in the world, yeah. <laughs> and some of the <laughs> shoes, I actually remember him wearing them. Like, there's one particular one that I remember that are, like, the black ones with, like, the has, like, red on the bottom a little bit. It's, like, just just black and red. I don't know. Those are just like, I remember him wearing it in the game and just, I love that pair of shoes too. So I don't know. It's just so cool. I I don't. All the shoes are autographed by Jordan um, yeah. as well as part of this. So, so I now, don't, if you buy this, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, I was just gonna say, I'm not big into shoes or anything. I don't go to buy Air Jordans, but would you wear any of these? Like I, I would definitely like try them on. I don't think I would wear them outside. Oh, no. But, like, no, 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 I would no. You don't wear them wear like them. around the house a little bit, you know, just be like, Are yep, mad? Look, look what I got. Dude, like seriously. <laughs> I mean, dude, go, like, I would, I, I might wear them to a party, you know, just be like, have people ask, what are you wearing? And I'd be like, oh, just, you know, Jordan's game <laughs> championship shoes, game worn shoes. Uh, it'd be insane. Straight up getting, I'm straight up jacking those shoes if I see you wearing Yeah, them. well, I mean, I, I would wear it in a safer place, right? Like at my friend's house, <laughs> but I trust them. <laughs> I want to like go to the mall or something like that. No, I'm, you come into my house wearing those, I will stretch. <laughs> yeah. I, I, if you buy this, if you buy this collection, the person that buys this collection, does that person separate the shoes and resell them individually? No, it's or a collection. They, they keep them together. Keep them together I, I forever. It's a collection. But if you part it out, you might get more money. The only thing you might want to do if you get a pair of shoes, maybe you have two sets. You can have like oh, all of his left shoes and all of his right shoes. Maybe yeah. you can sell one half and then have somebody else enjoy the game-worn shoes too. Half of the game-worn shoes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, all right. Well, his shoes are for cool. sale. So if you got the money, you can, you can you can own a piece of history in the form of Michael Jordan's millions of dollars. Who knows what it's going to go millions. for? What do you think it'll go for? You should text the podcast and tell us what you think it's going to yeah. go for. Cause what do you think? What I, would, or, or, or what do you, what would you pay for the set? Let's do over and under what, what do you think it's oh, going to be okay. over or under 10 million? I honestly, I have no idea how to even price shoes. 10 million just seems so stupid high. But then right. I think about like the baseballs that like, you know, that broke the records and how high those go. And, you know, that's not even in this, the, the same universe as Michael Jordan's game worn shoes. Yeah. So, oh. so there was, you know what, you know what I'm going to say? You know what the price I'm going to say, Ronnie? <laughs> uh, no. $23 million. That's a perfect guess, man. That's a Michael really good Jordan, one. number 23, $23 million. That's the, uh, that's the price. That's, uh, that's my guess. So there was some sort of article on this that I read where it showed like the, 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 um, the record for the shoes. It was like $2 million, I think, for a pair of shoes, something around there. That was the previous record. So I think this one's, it's definitely going to pass it. But what was it? Oh, oh yeah, sure. here it goes. Shoes here, right? It says, the current record for the most expensive game-worn footwear is $1.472 million. 
which someone paid in 2021 <laughs> for a pair of Nike Air ship, uh, ships. I think that should be shoes, but it says ships. Nike Air shoes worn by Jordan during his rookie <laughs> season. So oh, he dang. currently has a record. Okay. And that was just one pair of shoes for his rookie pair. This oh, is a whole collection. So I oversold it. 23 is too high. So with that information, do you think it would be over or under $10 million? I think it'll be still. I think it'll be over. I I still. I think it'll be over ten. I think that's the mark. Yeah, I think. I think it'll be over ten. Yeah. Maybe I'll go. Ah, I'll say twelve million. I think it'll be right around there. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. Two million right. per pair. Two million per pair seems. Well, it's yeah. I've, that's ridiculous I have no amount idea. of money though for it's shoes. Insane. For shoes. Yeah. For shoes, used <laughs> shoes. I know. It's just leather. But I mean, and I glue. guess I guess to the point, right? It's 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyways, his shoes. Go buy them. Don't buy them. I don't care. <laughs> you know who doesn't care about anything? Dylan Brooks. You sent me this picture of him where he uh, dressed up as Stone Cold Steve Austin <laughs> to come into the building. It was so funny. I saw the picture. What was, I just... the, was there logic behind it? I didn't. I just saw the picture. I didn't do any anything else. You know, maybe he's trying to improve his bad boy image, you know? Because, yeah, you said that he's the... <laughs> well, that's not going to help. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of comedic, right? Like, I see it, I start laughing, so at least yeah. it's, like, good humor, you know? But did he even know he was doing that on purpose, too? Like, he, he had to, right? This isn't by accident, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, you don't accidentally dress up as Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> I don't even think Steve, Stone Cold Steve Austin accidentally dresses as Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> yeah. I think there's there's a work that goes into that look. Do you think he got into the locker room and, like, cracked some beers over his head and started drinking him, too, right in the middle of the locker I room? I do. I do think he did. I, yeah. I Maybe he not did. beers, but sodas or something, just no. just to sell the whole Okay, the so whole afterwards, ensemble. after the game, he probably, probably got back into the outfit and cracked the beers. Sure, and, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's that Kyle Kuzma outfit. That was just, so I sent you that one, too. What do you think, think about that yeah. one? I don't understand it. It looks like he's wearing, like, chain mail. Like, he's a knight, mm -hmm. but it's like a hoodie. It yeah. just looks bad. Yeah, I described it like it was a bunch of Hershey Kiss Raptor rappers, kind of like just yeah. spun a little bit, you know, with like the points. It was su such it's, a weird outfit. And it's just the hoodie and the pants to match. It's so weird. I don't get it. It's like if you put a hoodie and pants in one of those like vacuum bags and you got it super, super small where they're like the size of a hockey puck. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, crap, I got to wear this. So you just pull it out real quick, give it a quick shake, but it's all wrinkly and nasty looking. <laughs> That's kind of what he looks like. Yeah, well. like times ten. Like you could see all. Yeah, well, you could see all, like all the little where it was bunched together. It just looks bad. It's so weird. I mean, I, I no one's ever going to accuse me of having good style, so I, I want to make sure that that's well known. But this just looks bad. What do you think about all these outfits? It, even um, Russell Westbrook had a crazy outfit too. You know, it wasn't as crazy as these, but it's still kind of bad. I thought. What do you think about all these NBA players wearing these outfits? When back in the day, like when we were watching basketball. It was kind of like the 90s we fashion. Still watch you know, they were, what are you talking about? Yeah, I know. But it was like 90s fashion. That was like the first part of that where the, the players were allowed to wear kind of like what they yeah, wanted, they you know, and to express a little Exactly, bit. right. Yeah. Before that, it was more like suits and just like looking good and then coming to work professionally. That's gone out the window to where it's like who could look the crappiest and the goofiest and look the stupidest? I don't, I don't get this generation, <laughs> you know? I don't know. What do you think about I, all that? I don't care. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think, you know, express yourself however you want. If you do that through clothes, then do that through clothes. Yeah. I think of Marcus Smart when he was injured during that Celtics playoff run last year where he was – he looked like – he looked like he was retired in Palm Beach wearing like Tommy Bahamas sort of shirts. Yeah. And you know what, man? 
if, do you it's great i don't have a problem it's not like offensive or it's not like you know attacking yeah. anybody or, or mocking any anybody or anything like that it just looks kind of funny but yeah i do like that the know. players get to express themselves i love the outfits of dylan brooks i i like more halloween type costumes you know i really appreciate that i hate kyle kuzma's though like i just don't get that yeah, it just kuzma's is pretty ugly. looks so bad you know? like why would you put yourself out that- there like that Right, it's clear Dylan Brooks is doing it to get a laugh. I don't yeah. know, is this really his style, Kyle Kuzma, or is That's this just... Yeah, I don't know. Is he trying to get a laugh? Like, what... It's in that weird... Like It's like watching a bad movie that's not trying to be, a, like, a bad, campy movie, mm-hmm. but they're trying to be serious. It's like, oh, this is just bad. So. <laughs> right. I don't know, just weird. I don't get it. I don't get kids' styles nowadays. All these kids, you know. All these kids. <laughs> get off my lawn. Ja Morant has earned himself a triple-double. Uh, this was last night's game. He had a triple-double and a win over the Lakers. 39 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. 33 points in the second half with 28 coming in the third quarter, setting a franchise record. But that all gets overshadowed by his trouble with the law. So we heard the story about the Pacers where one of Joss' friends were there and they were mouthing with Pacers players. And you mean later, that article that I read a laser, very good, you know, with my professional, that you, professional like, read? Hello, thank you for joining me. My name is Ronnie and I'd like <laughs> – yes, that one. That's the one. You remember. Yeah. Um, so he got in trouble with that. And then now two more stories have come out where he shoved a security guard at a mall in the head or in the face or something like that. And then he got into a fight with a 17-year-old and apparently brandished a gun – towards him him Uh, he's claiming it was self-defense this dude is going to get himself in big big trouble and it doesn't matter how good you can shoot a basketball when you cross a certain line and man oh man he is he is running up to that line he's already cost himself millions in sponsorship money yeah companies aren't going to want to touch that you don't want to do that you don't want him be associated with your brand because you don't know what he's going to do he's got to get it together uh, Charles Barkley made some comments. I don't have him in front of me, but he basically, you know, how Charles Ozzy likes to, to make his opinion known. Yeah, basically saying the same thing. This guy's an idiot. He's, yep. he's an idiot, and he's gonna he's gonna find himself out of a job if he doesn't get it together. At yeah. what point do the Grizzlies have to separate with John Morant if if he keeps doing stuff like this? You know, how much? When is when is enough enough? Right. I thought it was maybe he was hanging out with a bad crowd, but maybe he is the bad crowd. You know, maybe, maybe he is he a problem. Is the bad crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, he's if you're pushing a security guard at the mall, like in the face, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you do that? First of all, like, why would you jeopardize your NBA contract by doing stupid stuff like that? And then bringing out a gun on a 17 year old. What it? What the crap is that? I don't know. Just, but then yeah. it's all like. Apparently, apparently, this kid was over at his house and they were playing basketball, and this the seventeen year old threw a ball at him. He threw the ball at Morant's head and then stepped toward him, pulling up his pants. I don't know why they needed to put that in the article. <laughs> uh, so the ball was the first thing that hit. So then he started swinging at him and saying it was self defense. He went back into the house, had a gun in his waistband, and and basically showed him that he had a gun. And it's just like, this is a 17-year-old kid at your house. What are you doing? Exactly. What are you doing? So dumb. Well, you know, at least this helps my MVP candidacy that I I predicted he was going to win MVP. So I'm sure this helps. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no way. Jeez. 
Okay, no but way. Yeah. Going back to that game though, thirty nine points, ten rebounds, ten assists. He barely made that triple double. Where like, um, Jokic, you know, he's like killing it. You know, he's like way way more than that. if he scored. He, yeah. He scored that forty points, but he had like twelve rebounds or like fifteen assists. You know, so John Morak barely did it. I did appreciate the twenty points in the third quarter though. That's kind of cool. That's a franchise record because that's yeah, a that's lot really of points cool. in one quarter. So, but yeah, he's not going to be in the league for much longer. He's he's going to one. Get shot, like uh, what's his name that shot his leg? Um, or Gilbert Arenas. Remember when he shot himself in the leg? Something stupid Gilbert like Arenas that's going to happen. Did not shoot himself in the leg. Plaxico Burris of the New York Giants shot himself in the leg. What happened with Gilbert, Gilbert Arenas? Had guns in the locker room. I thought Washington. Gilbert shot himself. No, he didn't shoot himself. He had guns and he got suspended for that. And then when he came back from his suspension and they were doing the player introductions, he did finger guns to his <laughs> teammates, which also got him in trouble, but is hilarious given the context of everything. But no, Gilbert Arenas, I was going to bring Gilbert Arenas up as an example. They, he, that ruined his career. And that's, that's, that's just levels of magnitude less than what John Morant has already done. Yeah, so exactly. it shows you how much patience these NBA teams have with these these star players. You know, Gilbert Arenas was never the player that John Morant is. Well, Maybe I don't know. Could have been he, there. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was good. Close. Right. But, ugh, yeah. No, no. Plaxico Burris is the one that shot himself in the leg. Uh, okay. Different sport. So I could have sworn it was Arenas. Okay, my bad. I'm going to do we some research after the podcast, podcast right? but. So, <laughs> just still, like, Morant, get it together. Like, just, if it's the crowd yeah, that you're hanging out with, separate yourself from the crowd. If it's you, then get your head together, man. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, oh, frustrating. And then you remember hearing all the good things, like, you tip that waitress, like, $100 or $1,000, yeah, whatever it was, yeah. you know? Like, you hear all these good stories, but then... He mixes in with these. Well, that's the good way story. Worse stories. I, I've heard one. I've heard one good story. I don't know. <laughs> right? I don't know a lot about John Morant, but at once he tipped a waitress at IHOP. So yeah. that's that's all I know. <laughs> and then he pulled a gun on her, took the money back. And then he pulled a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Stupid. No, he did. That's fake. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. He's he's got to get it together. He's gonna he's gonna hurt himself. Now again, there these these stories could be exaggerated or fabricated. Mm-hmm. We we. Are not the investigative reporters? We're just reading the headlines here. Um, yep, I hope so it's not true. I, it's, it's bad. It seems like it's true because I keep hearing it over and over again. So, yep. yeah, yeah, frustrating. Combined him with bad boy Dylan Brooks, this Grizzlies team is a, is a mess. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to beat this team, right? Like you're going to no. be in trouble if you do. Maybe that's <laughs> why their record list. is so decent. You know, people are like, yeah, just yeah. go ahead, you could go, just do your layup. Yeah, yeah, go cool, over me. It's cool. okay. We're cool. Yeah. A team that is on fire right now, the Milwaukee Bucks, they are on a 16-game win streak. They win again. Did they play tonight? Yeah, it had to been tonight because I, I think I yeah, sent it. Yeah, it was 15 when was we 15. started this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they won tonight against the Orlando Magic. So nice. they are on a 16-game win streak and just absolutely dominating anyone. And you mentioned that Giannis had missed some games. He was back tonight in a big way, 31 points. But... This team is is looking. You know, we always said if they're healthy, they they could go the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not look like Chris Middleton played tonight, so they still are not able to get all of these guys on the court at the same time. But, but they are it doesn't deep. matter. They're clicking. Yeah, that Middleton was coming off the bench, wasn't he? Isn't he the sixth player now? Uh, I think they're still trying to get him into the rotation regularly. He's missed. He's missed a lot of time. Like when the team is healthy, I'm it's, pretty sure he's coming out the bench. Um, sure. And, but then, yeah, they added a Jay Crowder. I mean, 
I said it before. He was he was very impactful. Yeah, he was very impactful for the Suns. More impactful than people realize. But man, he's he's defending now. Jay Crowder is getting put on like the best offensive player. You know, he's playing defense on the best offensive player where they're playing against. You know, so they have that going on for them, and that kind of replaces PJ Tucker. Remember, they had PJ Tucker when they made the finals. Yep, and that's like. That Jay Crowder right there, you know, he's replacing PJ. So that's exactly what they needed. He's that tough guy. And God, this team looks so good. I, they're going to be tough to beat. I'm, I can't they're wait. They're going to be tough to beat. Yeah. I hope the Lakers, I'm not the Lakers. I hope the Celtics and the Bucks the meet Celtics in the conference. The Celtics are keeping finals. up with them. Yeah, we were talking about the Bucks, but the Celtics are half a game back. So they're, mm-hmm. they are by far no slouches either. So the East, the East looks really, really good. Yeah. Those top two teams are, are going to be tough to beat if they can stay healthy. Yeah. That this is gonna be a fun Eastern Conference to watch, and then the Knicks too. They're they're, yeah. they're on a decent win streak. They're on seven wins too. So people haven't been really paying too much attention to the Knicks, but they're fifth place now and with seven wins. So yeah, good job Knicks too. Yeah, the the owners of the Milwaukee Bucks have agreed to sell twenty five percent ownership, and they have a new co owner now. So Browns. Cleveland Browns owner Jimmy Haslam with wife D Haslam are now 25% ownership of the Milwaukee Bucks. They the entire franchise is estimated to be worth 3.5 billion dollars. Um, and it's insane. Yeah, this is after the Suns purchase of 4 billion dollars recently occurred. So they're trying to set the market here of what the team is worth. The Bucks for what it's worth in 2014 were bought for 550 million dollars. <laughs> A mere, not even 10 years later, they're worth three and a half, an estimated, well, I guess you got somebody to pay for 25% with a team valued at 3.5 billion. So the team is worth 3.5 billion. They've gone up $3 billion in equity from 2014. Yeah, for nine years. Is it real? Is it real? Is that just, I mean, I know all numbers are made up and I feel like this seems, this seems super made up. That's, it's insane. All this money just being thrown around like it's nothing. It's so crazy. And imagine being like these millionaires who are just, I mean, nine well, years later, you, right? yeah, yeah, you turn 550 into 4 billion just by owning a team. That's insane to me. What is this team going to be worth in nine more years than like 50 billion? <laughs> There's got to be a ceiling, right? Because, yeah. well, I guess ticket prices keep going up, but they don't make a lot of their money through tickets. They make it through, through TV revenue. So yeah. I guess as long as the TV deals keep coming in pretty, pretty sweet. Then uh, uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's just so much money being thrown around. It just it boggles my mind. I can't even. I would just love to be an NBA player for one day. You know, just, just uh, that would probably make my whole year's salary right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, these guys are making forty-five million dollars a season. Um, some of the, the max players, when you average that out, that's. You know, we'll just do some some rough numbers here. Let's call it half a million a game. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's so ridiculous. Isn't the league minimum five hundred thousand? Is there a league minimum? I thought Probably. the league it minimum sounds, was. It was sounds like there 000. would be a league. Let's see, NBA minimum salary. Because then, if it is, if you divide five hundred thousand by eighty-two games, that's six thousand a game. Yeah. So. So yeah, it would take so me a few the, more games to get my annual the salary. Minimum, the minimum salary for, is based off of your years of experience in the league. So a rookie with zero years of experience, the minimum salary is just over a million dollars. Okay, I just want to play for the Suns for one year. Just bench me the whole time. God, just 
being a bench player, yeah. like watching the game on the bench and getting paid. How, how do I do that? I just, I need to well, go. Who's the dude? Who's the dude on the Heat that, that's played for other Haslam? Oh yeah, the super old guy who's like forty-two years old. Yeah, the minimum salary for a player with ten plus years of experience is th- just under three million dollars. Dang. So. Yeah, they're paying him three million just to chill there. At at least three million. I don't know. Maybe he signed more than that. Just but to yeah, be a good presence uh, in the locker room. Just to be a presence in the locker room. Wow, that's a lot of money. Go onto the court. Again, I will undercut that, guys. I will cut <laughs> that in half, and I will be a great presence in the locker room. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll do whatever you guys need me to do. Yeah, I could be a way better presence than him. Yeah, for <laughs> and just pay me one million, and I will yeah. take you to oh, the championship you're game. Me, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you can't undercut me. Oh man. This oh. this owner, 3.5 billion Cleveland Browns owner. That's weird. I don't know. That's weird that a Cleveland Browns owner would want ownership in in this team. I don't know. Partial ownership, right? Yeah, right. You got to diversify, man. For the Bucks. That's what it's so all he's all about. over the diversifying. He, he's like, yeah. How many teams is he going to get involved in? Is he going to buy like a NASCAR too and a baseball team? No. Do they? Is, I don't know how NASCAR works. Do you watch NASCAR still? I know no. you used to. I I think that Daytona 500 happened too, but I, I didn't even hear anything about it or watch it. And I used to watch it all the time, but no, all those drivers are douches now. I don't like any of them. <laughs> Seriously, there's I not a good guy. Yeah. Okay, I I don't watch NASCAR at all. I apologize to any of our NASCAR fans out there, but apparently all the drivers are douches. Yeah, so they didn't used to be. That's Ronnie's hot take. Yep. That, you know what? I still sometimes I watch. Um, I like when female drivers are racing, so I like to see how they do. Oh boy! No, I'm serious. Oh I just I always root for the female drivers oh. to win a race because I don't I don't think they have. You know, I mean, Danica Patrick I... she won an IndyCar race, but all she did in NASCAR was just win a a pole position. I know we're talking about NASCAR. I don't know when it's supposed to be a basketball podcast, but I just <laughs> I like to root for the female drivers. I want them to be successful in a like all male sport. You know, I think it'd be cool. But it hasn't happened yet, not in NASCAR. So as of April 2021, uh, one, two, three, four women have are listed, remain the only women to have won one race in NASCAR's touring series. I don't know what a touring series is. Do they have like different leagues of NASCAR? Yeah, it might be like, like a like there used to be the Bush series. I don't know what it's called now, but um Okay. It's like the series lower than NASCAR. And then there's like a, another okay. series that's lower than that. And then like there's a truck series. There's Arca. Okay, yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah, I see some of the listed here. So I have no idea if that means if the NASCAR series or whatever I said. Who is that girl's name? Um, Shauna Robinson. Yeah, I have her. Haley Deegan. I know Haley Deegan. Manami she, she races trucks. Kawasashi. I don't know And that. Gracie Trotter. Yeah, don't so, so, yeah. Haley Deegan's I, actually anyway. good. I'm, I think she's going to win. She'll probably be the first driver to win. If she, she may be... I don't know. Today will be her year. I like her. Look her up. She's cool. Today will be her year? No, I, I did say that, but this will yeah, be her year. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, it's 2023 will be her year. Uh, yeah, so let's. it is getting late. That's going to do it for us tonight, then. Let's let's call it, Ronnie. We're, we've, we've entered the NASCAR realm for some reason. <laughs> I know. I don't know how we got there. Um, let's talk about but- baseball instead. No, I'm just joking. I don't this want to talk about is baseball. this is a basketball podcast, and we're <laughs> we're done talking about basketball for the night. So thanks, guys, for listening. Join us next time. We'll we'll be talking less NASCAR and more basketball. So yeah. have a good night. We'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys.